I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Fear has been and still is one of the many great plagues of people of color. For a variety of reasons, we exist in a state of constant fear. The history of black people as a group in this country places us in one of the most unusual circumstances. We have been here longer than almost any other non-native ethnic group, but owing to white resistance to recognize us as a full as full human right beings with the same rights as any other citizens we have been denied much of the access that others take for granted still we are americans we are exposed to the same ideals about what it means to be successful but our status as equal citizens often seems to depend on whether or not we can achieve in equal measure with our white counterparts we battle against long-standing stereotypes if we don't have a job we're perceived to be lazy if we don't get a good job it's because we're not qualified when we are not able to keep our jobs regardless of the reason it's because of our failure we are engaged in a constant struggle to measure up and because of the pervasive tendency in america to categorize all people by race each one of us carries the secret burden of being a representative of our race there is a hidden perception that if we fail to reach a goal as an individual our entire race and community has suffered a setback hey welcome to the blackout test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we're live for another episode of the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is and oh my goodness oh my goodness is everything okay over there it is a taser okay and uh the the official the unofficial sport booty ball my bad y'all bullet ball extreme hey you can uh um, a hiccup in the middle of my sentence my bad you can find our podcast for everywhere for seven more days and then uh it's over it's over then it's only on spotify mm-hmm. go okay. ahead go ahead and uh, pack your bags and make you move on over there mm-hmm. come on through with us you know what i'm saying go do whatever you gotta do okay buy you a smartphone okay mm-hmm. get you an ipad okay steal somebody car that got like you know that come already equipped with the itunes with the uh, spotify in it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying whatever you gotta do to get your hands on the spotify goodness we don't begrudge you do crimes okay <laughs> we, it's fine with us if you want to do crimes whatever it takes whatever it takes and also uh, a lot of phones come preloaded with spotify on it steal somebody phone okay everybody knows somebody that got a phone fucking take that shit oh, man yeah. Great. take your friend's phone put the spotify app on it and follow us on their behalf change your patterns change your plans okay take get a tablet you know what i'm saying people leave stuff look tablets go missing every day b. every day b okay go to the gym you know what i'm saying don't exercise just make sure you wear a mask wait for somebody to take a break oh oh they left their phone laying out well guess what now it's your phone okay we're just trying to help you get to spotify and you can help us by going to spotify with us mm-hmm. so yeah uh october 26th exclusive to spotify it's the only place you'll hear the blackout tips uh after that um so you know for for all y'all enjoying this good stuff come on over there with us okay come on over there we already trying. got some playlists for you and plan on making some more we just trying to get to this money okay um all right let's see this excerpt was from being black uh by angel kyoto williams um you know great book uh i feel like i'm i don't have i don't have readers block like i had earlier but i stopped reading 
prose and started reading comic books uh so i'm taking a like a, a break from reading all these prose books i know everyone wants me to get on these but um this is uh the latest book i'm still reading and uh that just struck me so true because fear is already a albatross in people's lives period yes you know just fear for all kinds of stuff if you have anxiety then you have fear you know a lot of times about stuff that whether it's rational or irrational uh sometimes your brain is like oh be scared be scared something bad gonna happen and that's just when you're dealing with just everyday shit then you throw on top of that the history of what they've done to black people in america and what black people go through now even today and you have like terror that has been done to us and at the same time we're trying to find ways to cope ways to deal ways to prosper and i think a lot of the stuff that underlies our you know imposter syndrome our uh paranoia is is directly from history and so of course uh when we're sitting here worried about like how many black people you know that obsess about not just a job but the kind of job they have what you know when they don't get a job what does it mean for them but also what does it mean as a black person what stereotypes is this fitting uh the kind of job you do what stereotypes does that fit you know there's all this extra pressure on us as black people you know even in a weird way it's gonna sound sympathetic but it's really not but even in a weird way someone like ice cube thinking as a rapper and actor i need to fix what's going on in america with black people Mm -hmm. like even that is like because we can't escape the idea of being black and then there's something wrong and we got to fix it and it's on our side somehow or we need to provide the solution to guide white people to the right thing but the the whole point being there's this head trip that comes where you're never the individual you're never just roderick you're never just karen you're karen in the way to the black world you know you're rod in the way to the black world um and letting go of that fear or at least learning to to uh live in a way that doesn't succumb to it i think is 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 very pertinent and important to uh our lives here in america and then probably in the world but i don't i don't know the rest of the world like that but i would imagine if uh anti-blackness is as bad as it is here or anywhere close in the world how do you as an individual navigate this shit unless you conquer that fear or at least find a way to fight it yeah and people deal with it the best way they know how um i might not agree with how everybody deals with it but the reality of it is that people deal with blackness all types of ways people that we quote unquote call coons they dealing with blackness like 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 that's their answer to deal with to to dealing with blackness that didn't come out of anywhere it didn't come poof just because you know and it's one of those things to where uh i think that as generations move on people are starting to break that cycle but it's very hard to break the cycle of the fear that you have and not passing that fear on to your children and then they're fearful and then they're fearful and then they're fearful because the thing about fear is that fear also it causes a lot of it the the fear is valid don't get me wrong but also that fear is limiting that fear is um how can i say it it freezes you that fear paralyzes you that fear 
prevents creativity that fear prevents you from taking chances that fear it it, it ends up uh being kind of a albatross over over our necks that uh white people put there and sometimes we put there ourselves because a lot of times in a lot of situations y'all white folks ain't even really thinking about us but because we have to always consider them we will actually put it on our necks just because we go okay i'm walking in this room let me go ahead and Mm -hmm. and prepare myself because i know it's gonna be some bullshit and we begin to shrink ourselves and we begin to 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 not be as bold and we begin to silence ourselves and we and and we begin to downplay our our abilities and what we can do and things like that because we don't want to uh deal with um what we perceive sometimes as a um result of blackness and a lot of times it don't really matter what they think no it does not you know like even if they are gonna feel a way about you at your job it doesn't really matter you know and i think like i was reading this uh long ass article i'm not gonna read it on the show but it was about this black woman in the uk who talked about not wanting to eat fried chicken and all these racial hang-ups that came with it and mm. worried about how i looked the white folks and all this shit and my thing you know has been like but whether you eat it or not the kind of person that is hung up on that it's not gonna change anything for them you might as well go ahead and enjoy the juiciness of fried chicken honey yeah so it was like it was just that kind of um that thing where fear stops us from doing so much you know traveling uh going out to be successful trying that thing that you think you that you want you know taking a chance on yourself um doing the thing that will make you happy you know and there's all kinds of fear that just comes in regular life with not fitting in and all this stuff but then when you throw in that extra racial stuff on top of it it is like how do you let that go and not let it hinder you not let it you know impede your path because it's not that our fears are irrational but there comes a point where it's like there's a difference between acknowledging the danger of stuff and living in fear and i think i know i personally just don't want to live in fear Uh, the same and you know there there are things as you get older and you know as you get to the point where you can uh do more luxury things in your life like when i started going to like you know we're not rich or anything like that but you know you started going out to like fancy or restaurants and things like that you know just being in those restaurants sometimes and looking around and looking at the clientele and you know almost like you said at that posture imposter syndrome imposter syndrome where you feel like you know do i belong here blah 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 but you have to realize that your money spends just like everybody else's like you know and it's one of those things where you have to break those barriers and realize that um people have died for you to be able to do the things that you do like the freedoms that we have somebody had to sacrifice for us to be able to worry about some of the things we're worrying about because back then they couldn't even begin to fathom the things that we're worrying about right now yeah and this wasn't that long ago man no it was not i think we just in our minds or not even our minds what we were taught is that that shit was ancient and it's you know, not like i like one thing i think they should this sounds so stuff fucking stupid but it's something i've been thinking about and i'm dead serious they should not be able to show like eyes on the prize and black history documentaries 
in in black and white they should only be in color um and i know that sounds like a small thing but visually in our minds it makes this shit seem like oh this happened in the ancient times and that's purposely and why it's done like that I yeah think. yeah like sometimes i think about the fact that you know i was born in 78 you know 10 years before that you're talking about people being murdered uh for the fact that black people want equal rights and by the time i'm you know 10 years old it's 88 or whatever and i'm seeing this in uh in in class these videos eyes on the prize and stuff and so much of it looks like you know black and white archival footage and stuff there's this subliminal message of this was a long time ago you know what i mean this is before people were even in color you know like like (laughs) color that's how it Bit feels technicolor like what's the difference between watching this shit and going with the wind now they spent the money to technicolor up going with going with the wind come on and all those old films but you know they didn't want to technicolor up you know eyes on the prize but i, I mean it, like i said it sounds weird but i think that you know that's a very real thing but even knowing that it's real how do you deal with that fear and keep it from from conquering you because i feel like if you don't conquer your fear is going to conquer you you know and yes as black people i just feel like we can't afford to just completely live in fear all the time no and the thing is if you allow the fear to conquer you it will steal your life away it will literally eat your soul away and before you know it you look around and the years and the decades have gone and you have not accomplished anything that you want to do and a lot of times people begin to be mad they begin to be upset they begin to be um poisoned by the fear uh and then a lot of people have literally allowed fear to trap them up so bad instead of them facing the reality that it's some some things that they need to change they get mad and upset at other people for living their dreams and, and and doing the things that they wish that they could have done in their lives and 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 things like that and um i i think that a lot of people that you see that are always mad and angry and bitter and you're like nigga don't nobody want to deal with that negativity all the time that didn't come out of nowhere you know uh it, it stems from something yeah i think a lot of times it's just envy of the fact that you just appear to be more free but the thing is if if you're the only one holding yourself back then you could be free too you know yeah. so there's no need to be looking at the next person mad at them because it's just a it's just a mental state and that's just how you view it from your point of view yeah and and the thing is the the uh, the thing about that freedom and that fear is 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 almost like the the person who is actually free and they go and just chain themselves back up they're Mm -hmm. free and then they go and just lock themselves back up in the cage and people are like you know you can walk out of this cage at any time like you you don't have to be trapped there like 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 what you're doing actually rationally makes no sense but in their mind i feel comfortable here so since i feel comfortable here this is why i'm going to stay butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high all right let's get into the show show we got all kinds of news to get into uh coronavirus stuff is still happening so let's start with there um like i said can't really play music from the coronavirus people no more okay the white man is cracking down um (laughs) 
so pretend like we played the song right right just uh you know go play a song from spotify use right your now. imagination uh all right let's see here uh trump tells his supporters that biden will listen to scientists during the nevada rally uh, if i listened totally to the scientists we would right now have a country that would be in a massive depression actually the total opposite of what would happen first of all we're not doing too good right now i don't know if you noticed <laughs> number two this motherfucker's threat to his fan base is if you let biden win he will listen to scientists the people who went to school the people who are highly educated people who have multiple degrees all the letters behind their names so you know what that tells me when the scientists actually do come in there and tell him shit he don't listen to them he will surrender your future to the virus he's going to lock down he's going to want us to lock down he warned he'll listen to scientists yes 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 to, to get rid of the fucking disease yes if i listen totally to the scientists we would right now have a country that would be in a massive depression instead of we're like a rocket ship take a look at the numbers the well, the we, numbers we, never back up we, what the fuck he's saying we rocketing we're down did, right. did, did, did he say that the, it went up and then turned around and actually aiming towards the ground the economy is being crashed because of this shit right. and what's funny is if he had been any type of leader he could have said yeah the economy crashed but i did the right thing in this case he did the wrong thing and the economy crashed anyway so but this is the thing the people that support trump are sycophants yes so you don't need the people that go to these rallies without masks risking coronavirus to own the libs and high five trump those people are sycophants so it really doesn't matter what he says at these rallies like he could honestly show up and just be like the sky is yellow water is dry you know and they're gonna cheer it on because it's just the idea of him being an avatar and a mascot for white supremacy but in the midst of all this is this idea that scientists are the bad people and that started years and years and years ago on talk radio for republicans conservative talk radio has been trying to make scientists and professors educated learned people who study things professionally the bad guy because in um bigotry makes people fools and once they once they are willing fools like that they're in for a penny they're in for a pound so once you say um listen uh i hate gay people and i don't want to see them get married well now you're gonna listen to anything your side says so they go okay we don't think that should happen either you know what else we don't think is real climate change and you have to be in for that you can't there are no people who are in for one part of the republican agenda and and unwilling to sit with the rest if you're in you're in on all of it so mm-hmm. if you're if, if, if no matter if you're loud or quiet you're all in if you're anti-choice you're gonna sit there and be like and i also am cool with discriminating against gay people mm-hmm. if if you're uh anti-gay people uh and marriage equality and stuff trust you're gonna be anti uh immigration and all that stuff so this is this is kind of the playbook so you can't reach these type of people but uh it's telling what he's saying because some people believe four more years of this is gonna be either harmless 
or get us to some sort of utopia or propel us towards some sort of like liberal pushback and i just don't think we'll be here for four more years if this happens Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, it would change our democracy forever the u.s is seeing a resurgence in covid19 cases and in this case it is small household gatherings that are helping drive it mm-hmm. which means family and friends right right yeah which are you know typically within the guidelines of what you're allowed to do um even the 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 places that have pretty strict lockdowns still allow for family and friends to visit each other what you're hoping is that you keep the outbreak small and traceable so they know people are going to have break outbreaks whether they have three four people at the house five people at the house whatever what they're hoping is that you won't have 50 people at your house right because then it spreads into the community bigger but what people have taken this as is two to five people are safe nine people are safe 10 less than 10 is safe that's what people have taken it to mean that's not what it really means it just means we're trying to lower your risk vector and lower the risk vector to the community which is 10 people spreading it is better than 40 people spreading it yes and so that's basically where we're at right now um so of course people are getting tired you, you want to see your folk you want to see your family fatigue yeah, yeah and so you, you're gonna try to make some meetings sometimes within guidelines sometimes skirting the guidelines yeah and i, and I understand that you know it's, it's it's reasonable because nobody expected it to be this long but at the same time i just want people to be safe right and so what they're really worried about is thanksgiving yes and christmas getting ready to come up new year's thanksgiving is coming up and that's a big family holiday thing kids possibly coming home from colleges that shouldn't come home from college because they've been around who knows who right and they're coming back typically to older people uh in a in an enclosed indoor space um and it's gonna be people needing to go against their their instincts you know we don't have a lot of testing we don't have rapid testing and testing isn't foolproof it you know you can test negative we're seeing in the nfl right now you can test negative but have it and Mm -hmm. have it in a way that spreads it to other people by the time you do test positive two three four other people on the team got it and the cycle just never ends right Mm -hmm. because you do another test and those people might test negative they might test positive blah 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 so you know we don't really have uh, any preparation and our our country hasn't really done a lot to stop this no so yeah small gatherings uh driving it now um let's see what else we got here um a man has been charged in the death of an 80 year old who allegedly confronted him for not wearing a mask inside of a bar i'm telling you these people leave the house like wanting to hurt someone if they dare to ask them about their mask like like and i'm honestly man i know you can't ever really truly just put it one to one but i put this shit on the feet of trump and the republicans same because they they have done so much to make these people feel like they're victims when they're not they're the bullies they're the ones going i'm gonna give you covid and i don't give a fuck you can't stop me and fuck science and i'm not wearing a mask i don't care what your restaurant rules are even though we're supposed to believe in uh privatized economy we supposed to believe in corporate corporate business and blah 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 what well, a corporation walmart is saying don't wear the thing the bar the, the the bar up the street that you claim you know you care about so much that we should be able to go to it well they say wear a mask and you go into the bar and you fucking so soon as they go hey man you supposed to wear a mask 
i'm gonna kill someone i'm gonna attack someone these these people are insane uh yeah so he was charged with criminally negligent homicide um because the 80 year old man confronted him about wearing uh, not wearing a mask and donald Lewinsky, 65 shoved him to the ground allegedly and uh the man died yeah he's 80 you say 80 yeah he's 80, 80 years old yes that right. makes sense probably that, broke a hip or something he died of blunt force trauma to the head like what is the point of that because that means you literally left the house like i wish a motherfucker would right i mean how else does that work you had to leave the house going i'm not wearing a mask and i first motherfucker say something about it i'm trying i'm gonna push him down and it's telling that you pushed a fucking 80 year old man down like a fucking bully you know yeah you 65 which means if you convicted you gonna die in jail um meat packers deny workers benefits for covid 19 deaths and illnesses you don't say you don't say and you know who was instrumental in a lot of this stuff um mitch mcconnell because he was basically when they were like we're gonna reopen the economy here's the stimulus most of it going to rich people and corporations um he one of the provisions was like yo we want to make it so you can't sue your workplace right for forcing you to come back to work in dangerous conditions where you will get sick and you possibly will die and the best was like yeah um we need to make it so that you know you don't get you can't be guaranteed to be taken care of your family can't be guaranteed to be taken care of which is huge you know because if you lose someone that's an earner because they went into a dangerous position they get they wanted to be able to dedicate people as uh essential workers yes and then also they can't sue for the workplace being dangerous and your workplace has no obligation to protect you yes yes because it's about corporations you know the thing about corporations being people was a big fucking deal you can't ignore that Mm -hmm. so they got their uh family's application for workers compensation benefits denied and there's still like uh three other claims i think some other families they haven't determined those claims yet but so far they rejected the first claims for it Mm-hmm. and a lot of our family our older family they a lot of them were around you talked to some of your older family members they were around before they had the structured 40 hour work week you know before they had the structured eight hour days before they had you know off saturdays and sundays and shit like that like their whole goal is to strip that away where your workers will just be fucking working you know what children uh don't go to jobs anymore you know what they fucking have their way they will have your child in there working beside you yeah um right like like yeah that's what america was founded on that type of abuse in the workplace and children working and shit they're stripping rights but um my thing because they're not necessarily going to um i don't know if they're gonna bring all that shit back but i think what i find to be kind of um interesting is this idea that they don't owe you anything and they're using the nfl defense for concussions so the nfl concussion defense is essentially hey 
you can sue us for cte but how you know how we supposed to know that you got cte for us how we know you weren't playing college football and you started your brain was damaged back then you know we don't know which hit did it how do we know it was one of our hits how do we know it wasn't high school you got a concussion this is a dangerous game why should we the nfl be compensating you for some problems you could have been having since you know a long time ago right that's their that's their defense which is we can't determine when someone gets cte and the only way to test for it is after you're dead so coronavirus the companies are now saying how are we supposed to know you got it here right like maybe you weren't social distancing at home maybe you went to a party and got coronavirus maybe uh you know you, you've been out here dating people and, and you got it from one of them how am i supposed to know you got it because we have you in here 40 hours a week with in dangerous situations where you can't social distance and nobody how am i supposed masks. yeah how am i supposed to know this is where you got it from that's their argument so these cases are going to be extremely hard to prove it's probably going to take some class action shit and it probably won't be settled for years and years and years from now if then yeah and they try to do things so it makes it harder for people to class action lawsuit yeah uh let's see florida man spits in a boy's face for refusing to remove his mask what yep 47 year old jason coppenhaver was arrested after kid spitting in a kid's face well at a restaurant on sunday coppenhaver approached the boy's table and demanded for the boy to remove his mask the boy refused coppenhaver grabbed the boy's hand put his face next to the child telling the boy he now had coronavirus he told police he's never been tested for for the virus but it was so close to the boy spit ended up landing on the boy's face so his thing it was just an accident i, I you know mm-hmm. i don't even have it i just was mm-hmm. talking and it just accidentally got mm-hmm. on him uh, I, I see i'm glad i don't got you now motherfucking go to jail we all gonna get coronavirus bitch you gonna get your ass whooped he was charged with simple battery battery and disorderly conduct and those are not likely things that will send him to jail so yep coronavirus right it is it is not you if you say i got coronavirus like that you ought to be charged the same way somebody walk in the building is yell fucking fire yep charge them people i took it i'll take it as a threat it's a death threat it is it is it's not a game like to me that's just that's like you coming in the restaurant and being like take off your mask i'm gonna shoot you with my gun and i just because you don't and then when the police show up you go i never had a gun i just had my hand in my pocket yeah that's the same way you if you do that in the bank you get charged with robbing the bank if you do that to a human being you should get charged with something more serious than this because you caused a panic now it is a panic it is florida so you know chances are you don't actually you know there's no law against this but (laughs) just saying uh last one a 14 year old won twenty five thousand dollars for her work on a potential treatment for covid19 anika shebrolu uh shebrolu who is from frisco texas says she's been called called america's top young scientist uh she's an eighth grader uh and she won the 3m young scientist challenge for her work on a potential drug to treat covid19 come on eighth grader i developed this molecule that can bind to a certain protein on the sars cov2 virus this protein by binding to it will stop the function of the protein that baby said i developed come on uh shebrolu uh started off working on ways to fight the seasonal flu but like many professional scientists her plans changed when covid19 pandemic hit 
uh in order to find her potential drugs she used multiple computer programs to identify how and where the molecule will bind to the SARS-CoV-2 virus it's unclear whether her research has been tested in cells or a live model so i don't know man i hope maybe it'll be one of the babies that'll figure it out you never know you never know they're going to be impacted of the aftermath of the bullshit that's happening now people be more likely to believe that than uh if trump come to you with a vaccine if that baby said i got i i got i got the virus here take this shot i will take that baby shot yeah i just feel bad for whoever came in second at the uh science fair i know it wasn't fucking with that come on like i made a volcano with baking soda and oh mm-hmm. this nigga killed coronavirus all <laughs> right <sighs> oh, damn just just burn mine up i'm never gonna get the carnegie mellon scholarship now you sure ain't sweetie uh i gotta pay for college because this nigga out here <laughs> awesome out here doing great things at 13 14 years old this motherfuckers hank mccoy or something some <laughs> out here being doogie housing shit mr fantastic over here fucking up the whole the whole, the whole program like the whole program gonna graduate with wish it wish it 13 hey this one it really wouldn't matter what the second place was it wouldn't it'd be like i cured coronavirus and what'd you do <sighs> invented time travel i know I, i'm not gonna win I, never mind <laughs> just go ahead give her the give her first <laughs> i know right i invented a way for us to no longer have to have cl- worry about climate change it's gonna fix the whole environment yeah yeah that's cute but you know coronavirus so. like that's all that matters Can't, did you fix that no coronavirus shit is real speaking of which cardi b has deleted her twitter account this is not an alert can uh this is not a game oh shit this is real she is no longer on twitter we'll see for how long mm-hmm in an impromptu instagram live update on saturday night the rapper says she left social media platform this weekend because she's frustrated over tweets from followers who were criticizing her and harassing her husband offset right i I don't blame her yeah this is so bad like i posted a link to this article about her going back and it was so much arguing in the fucking comments i honestly turned off the like notifications i I don't even need to see this this is crazy yeah everybody's projecting yeah like and i'm not here to say what it is or isn't it's Mm -mm. just what it what it mainly is is some shit i don't know about right and i ain't never been in a relationship like that so i definitely don't know how to navigate that and i don't want them problems and uh i try to stay out of the relationship judging thing because Mm -hmm. for the most part i think most people's relationships are fucked up on some level yeah and nobody know what they're doing you even don't even know what you're doing like listen to the sound of my voice you don't know i'm not even trying to say that because i'm not trying to excuse like some things that i think are really really fucked up but but you know um i'm not trying to sweep it all under the same brush Mm -hmm. i'm just saying like there's things that i find to be really problematic and fucked up that most people find to be normal Uh, agreed so so i'm before we get to this is abuse and all this violence and shit i'm just talking like there's regular shit people don't think are that bad and i'm like that's fucked up i would never let somebody treat me like this and i would never treat my wife like that agreed and so you know but but if you talk to other people like what y'all don't you know 
people think we're weird y'all don't they fight think we are y'all don't never y'all don't never fight you ain't never raised your voice and stuff like that and it's just like why the fuck would i be in a situation where that need to happen but then you think about it i mean that's normal that is we're, we're the ones that are weird to be like I, I disagree with this but this is how i feel how do you feel well can we you know work this out what about yeah. this compromise like yeah let's let, let's talk about it let's let's basically put our feelings on the table regardless yeah. you know and most people don't talk like that yeah we're like order order check yourself oh no i'm the one feeling insecure about this yeah this, this has nothing to do with you yes yeah, so it'd be like it's me you know yeah. or, or, or just admit that i'm in my feelings about this or you know be able to express yourself with your mate and not be judged on it like it's the worst fucking thing in the world because we're doing points yeah like um like like this like the thing where it's like uh your mate is gonna cut her hair or his hair should if they don't talk to you what do you think about and it's like for me i know i'm weird because i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't it doesn't matter to me yeah and she doesn't need to come to me for permission to do something to her own body she doesn't owe me her body like that and that's a weird point of view most people are not like that no they're not most people are like nigga you need to come you cutting off your beard why why the fuck didn't you fill out the form or you know when when was you gonna submit the tps report on you know we you know we signed that into the agreement and so you know it's just weird to me when i think about prenups and divorces and all this shit it's stuff that people go through every day mm-hmm. but you know it's I, I, so anyway all that shit to say make up break up having kids together all this shit people's people's lives have informed them of what they think celebrities should go through Mm -hmm. and i just think you could free your mind and free yourself by realizing that you don't know these people Mm -hmm. and what they go through is not the same as what you go through because not because they're famous and rich but because nobody goes through the exact same things like everyone's a little bit different and the things that you know would bother you or bother these people give us snippets of their lives they let us see what we want to see and what they want us to see like they don't let us see the whole picture we don't get to see the the you know the rock bottom unless they want us to see the rock bottom we don't get to see the tip top unless they want us to see the tip top and everyone's constantly doing it whether they're celebrities or not so right you know i would advise people to be careful with all this projecting under these motherfuckers because they gonna do what they do and that's my thing too and it's one of those things where they're younger like you know they're not like kids but they are younger and it's one of those things where most of us at that age you know people in their 30s and 40s and and, and on up we were we were doing all types of shit too you know that that was all over the place we just didn't have cameras and photos well, I mean, and all that shit of it this these people are like 30 so they're not even that young so like it's and i'm not saying that to dismiss it i'm just saying like we don't know them no we like their 30 might be your 20 or it might be somebody else's 40 i don't fucking know them um and the reason i keep bringing it back to that is so that people won't be so attached now obviously we can't change that with our podcast but the idea of being so attached to these people and the decisions they make that you start saying shit like i'm disappointed this woman is working it out with the father of her kids you don't fucking know her her kids or this man you know what i mean so so like to be to say to even know that to say it you're you're assuming a whole fucking lot yes you are um and you have no investment other than you listen to her albums and follow her on instagram that's it and the reason i'm always going to be wary of this shit 
is because i still see celebrities as people they're still people to me they're human beings like you and me so when you see somebody having to delete their shit and run off of social media to me i'm like that's not a good thing that people that quote unquote are your fans have so much negative shit to say about your life and your relationships and shit that and they're so entitled to it that the only way you can find peace is to be like i guess i have to run away from these people Mm -hmm. you know because these people don't have any real investment in me but they do have access to me yes and you can control that yeah i worry about these people's mental health and shit i know that's not you know something most people worry about or whatever Mm -hmm. but i just know the way the social media affects everyone's mental health and celebrities don't seem to be any more exempt to that than anyone else so correct on a human being level i just think about the cost yeah particularly those that actually run their social media like they actually physically even if they don't run it all the time they they interact with their social media those things matter you know because like the fans you can't have it both ways the fans want it both ways they want to you to tell them everything all the time and criticize you all the time about your actions but at the same time people they're like no 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 i'm drawing a line my publicist or whatever you follow me is going to be next tour next this next that everything's going to be filtered and clean they complain about uh how we don't know them you can't have it both ways right and i mean i do get people don't have sympathy because they normally have envy and jealousy and shit mm-hmm. so they'll justify by being like this is what you wanted you famous and this is so fuck you bitch this is what happens and i'm always like what is it inside of you that makes you go fame not some not them doing something terrible Mm -mm. but just the fact that they're famous yes is enough for you to withhold any level of compassion now and that's why i thought it was super fake when people was talking about how uh uh chrissy teigen lost her the, the had a miscarriage and then they all the same people that have been talking shit about her came out of the woodworks about how serious it was and how much they condolences and all this that they put and i was like you're fake going both ways yes. you're fake going both ways you're fake when you're grouping up dragging her possibly stressing her out leading lead, things that lead to the mental health and to the stress that 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 can cause someone to have a miscarriage mm-hmm. right these are mm-hmm. things that we know are proven yes. not saying that's what happened Mm-mm. but we know these things can happen we know that this is when a when a woman's in uh in that state uh when a person's in that state and they're they're you know carry, trying to carry a child to term uh we know this we know that stressing them out is not good right Mm-mm. then um on top of that you you know you drag her for this you bring up every old tweet anytime she says something she gets on your fucking nerves you're adding these celebrities you're talking to, mm-hmm. and then the, the second something bad happens you really insert yourself it's not even for them it's Mm-mm. it's you being like i can relate because this happened to someone i know it it happened to me or this is sad when it happens and uh let me just relate this to you know the maternal st- statistics of black women and blah, blah and it's like oh you're still standing on a soapbox pointing back at yourself you're not actually you're not actually having real sympathy for this person this is just another thinly disguised way of making yourself look like a good person even if you were just shitting on her at 24 hours ago like Correct. that's how the fuck people out- operate and you know i i guess it's just hard for especially these type of celebrities young black women and how much they're on social media how much social media is a part of fame now a celebrity you kind of have to do it I can kind of see how they would have to do stuff like delete their accounts and, you know, take a break and go away and come back later because 
you are living your life in front of us and we demand access to every part of it including every part of you correct and so i think for me i know i'm the eyeball because i'm like they're gonna do whatever it is they're gonna do i can consume the things but i don't need to consume them 24 7 you know because if they allow people people will consume them and eat them up till they have nothing left and then turn around and spit them out and you know be like on to the next one so a lot of times it's best that you do that and like i said i've never understood the mentality that people have that once you cross fame and the thing is it's, it's subjective to whatever people consider fame to be once you cross that for people all of a sudden it's like you have no soul you have everything about you that made you human no longer matters these people a lot of times they're, they're the same human beings but you know just the populace feels like this is what you wanted and i i disagree with that everybody there are some people their whole goal was to be famous there are some people their art or whatever just took them into being famous that that was never for some people it's not always and the thing for me is whether you wanted it or not you're still a person but yes but what you know and like i said judge them on their personhood correct you know what i mean but don't make them an avatar for something Mm -hmm. that just doesn't exist be your own avatar live your own life before you start looking at these people to live your life for you but that's boring yeah and i think the other part that's that's weird to me is you have these people that you know essentially look at you and go uh your miscarriage is my miscarriage your divorce is my divorce your relationship with your baby's father is my relationship your you know and men do the shit with the you know like people like future they glom onto these motherfuckers or that or you know dr dre i can't believe this bitch wants money it's not your money like but everyone's doing it and it's just so weird that they can't see to stop that cycle because i think it seems to be unhealthy on all sides like Mm -hmm. whether you're consuming these people in this way or whether these people are being consumed in this way it seems to be very unhealthy um now that being said look (laughs) this is literally why it's that catch 22 this is why people fuck with her yes like they they really wouldn't fuck with her if it wasn't for the fact that um they are so attached to her sharing so much of her life Mm -hmm. and so it is a little unfair to go well now it's too much it was probably always too much and maybe that's why they support her because she does give quote unquote too much um she said offset is not the only fucking problem that i deal with to be honest with you my marriage is one of the least worries i have right now um i love my fans and i'm thankful and i'm grateful for everything you do but some of you be really acting like i sleep with you y'all um uh so as she also said uh i didn't put my divorce out there for a fucking court uh clerk put it out there and because people are making rumors up oh this guy has a girl pregnant this and that i have to address it yeah and that's the thing you don't really have to address it but when your whole thing is you've been telling everybody all you know all this part of your life they're gonna notice when you choose not to yes uh you guys want to be harassing this nigga bro if i work things out why are you going to this nigga's twitter to harass him that shit don't make no fucking sense yeah man like i i I keep thinking about i bring it up every time but i just keep thinking about how fucking foolish people sounded when they attacked that woman for leaning over beyonce to ask jay-z for his drink order Mm -hmm. and then beyonce had to basically come out through her publicist or whatever and be like can y'all not do that it's like y'all are fucking embarrassing (laughs) 
you know what i mean like like if put it this way if 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 a spouse had that kind of behavior like if i went to a to a bar and had that type of behavior you would think i was in an abusive relationship you know what i mean like if, if someone leaned over to get my drink order and karen went the fuck off and like attacked them and death threatened them and all this shit people would be like is karen okay because there's a bunch of ways to handle that if you have a problem with it but that's probably the the most like ridiculous type of way most but extreme social media is kind of like let's get right to the ridiculous factor fast forward of course everything's ridiculous you know let's, like can i get you be ridiculous he be ridiculous everybody's ridiculous can i get directions to ridiculous town come you on know? um all right let's see what else uh wells fargo has fired over 100 employees who uh inappropriately received coronavirus relief funds wells fargo being the news a lot for 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 shit maybe maybe that's just me well you be i mean it's the plenty of the banks but wells fargo comes up a lot yeah like if you want one of these fucking like dirty money um documentaries yeah yeah and they've been in them too yes like if you on one of these type of like the the worst scams of of, of the world on netflix episode three if you wanted them i feel like you know maybe play it a little bit cool sometimes you know that whole thing was they supposed to be rebuilding their reputation after how they did things against black people and shit come on and here they are dipping into fucking coronavirus relief funds ain't wells fargo the dude that was the, the they talked about hiring black people up or is that another bank i don't remember probably uh the one that said there were no black people that available to pick mm-hmm like it wasn't enough qualified black candidates and that's why they don't have diversity and that's why i was like i keep hearing this name wells fargo yeah what the fuck is going on? what are the rules there what is that bank I like i don't know is that bank just like how most people play monopoly where they just make up their own money rules and shit we put money under park place like what this, who designed that i don't know if you get all the railroads you get uh you get a thousand dollars and everything from uh from free parking like what what this is not in the book yeah it just don't make no sense it's also one of the things where i'm like i, I i'm like no you will not get my money mm, not going there david galleries wells fargo's head of human resources released a memo that said we have terminated the employment of those individuals and will cooperate fully with law enforcement these wrongful actions were personal choice actions and do not involve our customers over a hundred people though like that's the culture that's a lot of people like i don't know what to tell you but if a hundred people it's not too many other jobs where a hundred people file for coronavirus uh fraudulent fraudulently you know what i'm saying so it's not like we go oh man a hundred people got fired from mcdonald's for filing for fake coronavirus fraud like no it i would say it's your culture this is this is a problem with your bank and i mean at this point y'all have had so many scandals what the fuck right banks have the ability to check accounts of their staff to see who received aid jp morgan chase and co looked into their employees accounts and found that over 500 received aid dozens from that number doing so fraudulently good grief let me tell you why because they know they could no they good what they know they could oh could yes yeah. 
if there was a proper checks and balance, you know, because I've worked for banks and financial institutions before. Them motherfuckers be like, you got to have a password, sign this, sign this. You can't, you can't share this information. Everything has checks and balances, which means somebody didn't have a check and balance somewhere to balance that shit out and to catch it when they applied it. Be like, no, 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 you can't even apply or catch it quicker where you wouldn't have got to a hundred. This is ridiculous, man. Uh, in voter suppression news, Travis County judge ruled that Texas counties can now have multiple drop off locations for ballots because they have been reduced down to like one drop off location uh in counties by their governor greg abbott who's a republican who's trying to suppress the vote and make sure that people's votes do not get counted because the less people that vote the better off republicans are yeah, and last time i checked a county is a big ass area yeah like so, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people yeah in county, county not city not town yeah, not ca- county millions yeah. sometimes could be in the county yes it still remains unclear if the state district judge Tim Solak's decision will lead to the reopening of Harrison Travis County drop-off locations after they were shut down because of Abbott's order. So I guess this is not an immediate like, okay, put the boxes back. Right. <sighs> this is ridiculous. Right, then you wonder why people are paranoid and people standing in line for eight hours. Like, fuck that. Because the Secretary of State, Ruth Hughes, has filed a, um, uh appeal so i guess that's why they can't put the boxes back yet um but here's the thing at some point people are going to start noticing these cases keep going up and up the chain yes they eventually get to some of these fucking federal judges who have been appointed by trump yes. and that's the cost of the election that a lot of the things that we lose are specifically because these lifetime federal judge appointments that come from republicans and you put them in the right places and they're there for the cheating so when you go hey this is actually unconstitutional that judge goes yeah i disagree yep not the way i feel about it so all the norms that we take for granted everything we were taught in our you know civics classes it's really just don't apply it's really just up for debate yeah you got a lot of people going i went to law school I got all these goddamn degrees and now y'all turning law on top of his head right now. It makes no sense. Facebook will now ban Holocaust denial content and will begin redirecting users to credible information. Super late pass. oh man oh man wait until they find out about the resurgence of white supremacy and these militias and shit that are all on their websites right wait till they find out about the proud boys you know what i mean like what Mm. (laughs) you know what y'all we're gonna go ahead and stop letting them say the holocaust thing you're welcome you're welcome congratulations y'all we with y'all we're never gonna we're never gonna forget to we listened we heard and we are taking action Yes, the same people where I can't talk to a human being. Everything runs through a computer. What do you mean? A lot a lot of their stuff, you know how when people get like kicked off and suspended and stuff, a lot of times you can't talk to a human being. They don't have a phone oh, number. Mm-hmm. They, so everything is computer generated. So the, so the computer finally decided that, hey, we we finally going to uh, 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 take off the Holocaust. The move comes after the social media giant was called out by the Stop Hate for Profit campaign. Why do you always got to get called out? How come it's never an internal decision? How come they never had a meeting of the of the people and the staff that worked there that resulted in them being like, 
we probably should be in the you can't deny the holocaust business right being that we're one we're the biggest social media on the planet and responsible for so much we should embrace this responsibility the white people that run this shit always become like uh it's a libertarian idea responsibility will be profitized within the fucking landscape that we create it's like no it won't no racism still exists my niggas what what is wrong with y'all and then and the and the truth isn't in the, first of all the truth shouldn't always need to be incentivized in that type of way like if the most money believes in the truth then that'll be the truth like when is that ever in the history of ever been true these motherfuckers dog anyway because a lot of times the most oppressed group a lot of times guess what they don't got money well they're taking a stand karen okay the common sense media the naacp and the anti-defamation league finally got through mm-hmm. after years of being in their ass and calling and and complaining if they got a hold of a person they probably had a bot hundreds of other corporations soon follow suit and pledge to end their advertising on facebook's uh on facebook's own platforms that's why money started leaving right. yeah y'all Hun- not doing this out of goodness of your hearts hundreds of corporations the money got them to do the right thing right now, what, now what's it gonna take for them to you know take off some of these uh domestic terrorists like what we got who we got to talk to next who we gotta get on the horn <laughs> can y'all keep this keep this momentum going mm-hmm. to the next thing yeah somebody started doing credits and debits and was like hey uh why people cancel their contracts and they found out that's why so they're like fix it my god um let's see lapd is investigating dr dre's estranged wife for alleged embezzlement oh no oh no indeed Karen. oh no indeed uh so i once again i saw a bunch of people projecting on this shit and you know he should pay all that money what the fuck she need all that money for blah 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 you know i i, I don't know what the fuck happened in their marriage Mm-mm. but yeah the police is like what's up with this money somebody doing something they ain't got no business doing to draw their attention dr dre pointed it you know his team is the one that reported her so who knows if it's true or not but that that man that divorce is getting ugly mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean he must have his eye on that money he is the watcher you know he probably was i was checking them bank receipts and balancing them checkbooks what 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 oprah tell them years ago balance your own checkbook don't let nobody else do it for your behalf on your behalf he must he must have been doing it Mm -hmm. um let's see uh what else is happening um california gop caught installing unofficial ballot drop off boxes says report how is that legal say that phrase say that one more time so the california gop mm-hmm. was sent was putting out their own unofficial ballot drop boxes that's illegal you just should not be able to do that because what the fuck are they gonna do with ballots in an unofficial box don't trash them what if that's what they are they put them in black neighborhoods and they really just paper shredders put your <laughs> something because it's not official so odds are they're not being counted you, you put you put it in. Right. the hell is this 
every oh. time somebody puts something in this this machine make all this goddamn noise it says add oil before inserting it into the ballot box i, went, I know wow. there's a red there's a red button why is there this this thing oil and then and you pick the paper to uh it'd be like spray oil across this before insertion yeah the existence of the boxes were first flagged by orange county register they noticed after one state gop operative jordan tig uh posted a photo of himself next to one of the boxes in a now deleted tweet with the old the old deleted the old now deleted tweet that's never foreshadowing something good uh dm me for convenient locations to drop your ballot off at Mm-hmm. and they should charge them for that it's fucking illegal it's illegal it's not a real box the california attorney general on monday uh afternoon issued a cease and desist order to the state republican party ordering them to remove the unauthorized boxes which they're not they're probably if you don't go remove them the boxes are gonna be there well the gop defended itself on twitter saying the practice is no different to vo- different to volunteers who collect ballots from them from volunteers who collect ballots from voters it's not the same it's not an official box how do people know that that you're actually going to people don't know it's going to get there i don't understand and if it's disguised as if it's disguised as a as a regular looking like anything that looks like a normal box i mean i just don't know how you make this argument that's the whole point it's not an official box no Mm-mm-mm. they're fucking crooks alright let's get into another segment um let's see where should we go this time um how about um you know what let's talk about the, this money who 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 oh wait that's the wrong one I meant uh let's talk about this money shout out to Will Smith I hear y'all talking the only thing I'm listening to is that paper. Every day we get into that paper. Woo! I hear the money talk, I see you later. Uh-huh. Every day we get into that paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear the money talk, I see you later. black capitalism time mm-hmm. time to talk bad about these blacks getting this money <laughs> as an official woke black socialist of social of of, of of podcasting it's time to bring negroes down a peg because they getting money and i want some and i ain't got it all yet <laughs> you ain't got it all yet now i hate to do this to a young black queen but she fell into the crosshairs of my hair trigger today marcy martin y'all may know her uh from blackish yes uh she was also in little yes with Issa Rae. breaking records doing that movie yes she is developing an unscripted series called baddies on trailblazing black women let's go it's a new television project that is being shopped to buyers it's an unscripted series focused on the stories of trailblazing black women. Tentatively, tentatively titled "Baddies," with Marseille Martin's uh, Marseille Martin's production company, Genius Entertainment. Her own production company. 
black women have always contributed to american culture she said they've just never gotten a recognition this show is a fun way of letting people know how dope we are come on through mm-hmm. come on through and hop on the coon train because we don't need this type of capitalism attached to black stories okay Mm-mm, i don't no man i don't hear nothing you got to say see this is how they get you, you y'all you start, talk about me you close your eye you start supporting you close your third eye you start supporting these people because they black yes Next sir thing you know they got your money yes, and you does. still in the ghetto uh, the problem and they sitting up here talking about oh i'm a, i'm gonna just have to tell these black women stories these baddies oh rosa parks oh harriet tubman oh we're gonna tell all these stories oh mary church terrell oh we're gonna tell all these stories mm-hmm. uh yeah uh i got a story for you to tell it's called selling out your people and starring you marcia martin no she's okay not. you the you the man you the writer the producer and the star yes of this film. make all the money and you're making money out of the community off of the backs of black women make all the money of which she is not one yet she is a black girl not a black woman so she is also appropriating black woman culture think about that she's taking black what black women have worked so hard to do she's taking that and using it for herself while not even being able to claim black woman status and this is a trick and to get into y'all's heads and y'all blacks are gonna fall care. for it again i sure am don't care you honestly hate to see it you hate to see i it. don't care beyonce donates an additional one million dollars to small black owned businesses impacted by COVID 19 an additional i am so sick i'm not of the millions of dollars beyonce is giving to the black community Mm-mm. trying to help black black owned small businesses yeah they were supposed to get loans that they never got to them because large businesses took them from stole that money and i'm sick of her doing this I'm shit i'm not sick of and me not getting any I'm i didn't get i didn't get sick. none I'm and that's why i'm against beyonce and i'm for socialism no you not this I don't ain't know nothing you lying this ain't nothing but trump tactics wrapped up in a black panther flag and you're not you? gonna fool this me beyonce not, no these statements Mm-mm. are false Mm-mm. your statements are false you know why she Mr. you know why she even got this money to be able to do this why colorism what so you can't even really support this woman because it's just colorism that's enabling her to get, uh, get billions you of dollars. Don't get out of here. The and, same woman that says she like her Negro nose like Jackson Five. Yes, of course, the same woman that said that because that's what they say to fool y'all. Because y'all black people just so easily tricked. Oh, she said she said Jackson Five. Oh, the another another black man that turned into a white person as soon as he got some money. But let's bring him up, Karen. Bring him into this too. She was telling you right there in the in the song what her no. aspiration was. No, Once she you get, wasn't. There are no good billionaires, and obviously that's I mean, a false statement. Beyonce is evil, Karen. No, she is not. I love me some Beyonce. You will not besmirch my queen, Tia Maori lands a deal at lifetime to star in and produce three holiday films three of them come on Mm-mm-mm. for all the ghosts christmas past future and present let's go 
this continues her lifetime her relationship with lifetime as she starred in two holiday films over the past few years a very vintage christmas 2019 and my christmas Inn in 2018 so i guess this is supposed to be a good thing first of all are, do you mm-hmm. even know which t- which which Maori this is mm-hmm. is she the one married to the fox news one i don't the, know and actually right, so I you don't, don't even care. know right you don't even know or don't care so you will support Mm-mm. a sellout coon gop activist so just so you could just hide under the banner of blackness yes. ridiculous yes this is exactly why we do yes. this segment because yes. only one of us apparently actually gives a damn about the black community and, uh, apparently and it ain't you. I, what the second now the second problem i have with this i know that she already did two movies yes a vintage christmas uh-huh a very vintage christmas and my christmas end mm-hmm you don't you don't you don't see it you don't see the problem no do either one of them sound like kwanzaa to you what, so this what is the hell that got doing anything it sounds like it's a very white christmas to me is what i'm saying karen and okay when we gonna get some kwanzaa movies if now she would have made this five picture deal it don't for, matter you would have had a problem with anything she did i wouldn't have had a problem if she would have mm-hmm. said it's for kwanzaa you and i'm giving all the had a problem if she would say yeah. i'm giving all nah, the money nah, nah i'm giving all the money to the african black soap people it, no if she would say i'm giving all the money to rod from the black guy i'm tips, giving all the money to the ashy negroes out there i wouldn't have had a problem with it whatever but, but because she chose to keep this money for herself yes and to make these white christmas movies with the lifetime channel come on lifetime i refuse to i refuse to acknowledge that anything positive from this no and it don't even matter which one it is master p i hate mm, to do it to him nah, nah, nah. But he's a no limit capitalist and we always knew it the clue was what? all on the cds it was diamonds and tanks what is yes. that what does that represent blood diamonds taking the no. wealth out of africa by colonizers and tanks the american here? capitalist patriarchal do, war machine do i need to take that pencil and poke a hole in your third eye so you can shut it the colonial war machine is what this man was promoting we don't need any more violence in Mm-mm. the hood no what but if, that's what master you, p was promoting you went to violence Didn't nobody go to violence it, but you and what does he call himself master p yeah, master p like a white master and you slaves fell for it living on the damn no limit plantation yes i am make saying oh that's what master nah, used to nah, say nah, nah. what master used to say when they would beat you with the whip they say make them say uh and then that and, what, and that's exactly what y'all would do <laughs> he is now introducing a new black owned food brand mm-hmm. to replace aunt jemima and uncle ben's okay it's called uncle peas come on through and he make them um them them chips them wrap chips them things is flames wrap snacks yes this is what y'all gonna do uncle peas louisiana seasoned rice right white rice i'm fine with that he black i can't believe you can't see it it's it's a miracle uh, we even still married honestly ain't it though because first of all masterpiece yes first of all i'm looking at the picture y'all can see it right where y'all at y'all see any seasoning on this louisiana seasoned white rice it looked like regular white rice to me so he already got you with that bullshit and then secondly white rice brother for real what's all white rice? you're not gonna go with brown rice 
for the people you're gonna be just like massa that's why he calls up master p don't get out of here with that soon as he get on he start making whites only rice oh my i thought that i don't never make no it. sense what he talked that's what i'm saying it don't make no sense karen you're finally on my side it don't make no, no sense. what you talking about don't make no sense for this man who called himself the ice cream man selling drugs to the community to be like i'm gonna sell the community no. white rice so that little black kids can get them a plate full of whiteness yes every day what? not yes. brown rice yeah not sensible healthy long grain brown rice no. for the people no. so they can have something to be proud of no you can't be proud of a man making white rice eat masses white rice that's what that's what the black community needs most people most of the most of us negroes serve white rice anyway more masses white rice oh that'll fix the problems of the black community because the money can go to massa uncle p no, i don't think yes. so karen ain't nothing wrong with that this is some bullshit no it's not master p make your white rice and the worst part is if he would have went with brown rice he probably would have called it wild rice because anytime rice get a little bit brown anytime a bunch of brown rice anytime a bunch of brown rice get together what the white man gotta say oh now it's wild now it's wild rice wild rice that shit is hard as hell to cook now it's oh now the rice is wild yeah that shit's have to sit in there bowl forever i'm starting to feel a little threatened by this rice oh Mm. let me just call 911 and call on this rice it's just the the rice is is threatening my community it's too seasoned it's too wild this is this rice is just not like the tame docile dignified classy white rice that dons my plates with, with master uncle p serves a little black children i can't believe y'all falling for this man yes sir hook line and sinker it'll never be in my house i guarantee you that you'll never see a fucking cup of masterpiece white rice past my motherfucking lips okay y'all fall for this bullshit if y'all want to but uh us woke woke people over here we not going for it well you too woke nope i'm just telling it like it is whatever last one no we talked about her we gotta talk about her husband now jay-z offers to pay bail bonds and citation fees for protesters arrested in wawatosa come on through the team uh rock jay-z's team Mm -hmm. has offered to pay bail bonds and citation fees for all of the protesters arrested in wawatosa thursday night uh of course team rock is a social justice arm of jay-z's entertainment company rock nation uh the group also funded billboards calling for justice for jacob blake in the kenosha area and attempted to raise similar billboards for alvin cole and wawatosa but those were apparently denied by the owner of the billboards he turned down that money police arrested 24 people thursday night that were protesting the decision not to charge police uh, officer joseph mensa in the fatal shooting of 17 year old alvin cole last february so jay-z and them was like we will bail these people out with his capitalist dollars and yes. y'all fall for it kaepernick was right okay capitalism will not give us free we are still on we're still on kneeling 
he said we moved past kneeling no karen we still stuck on kneeling Mm -mm. let listen let these people stay in jail they want to be in jail they knew they was gonna get arrested it's the right thing to do you as a black capitalist your your black ass didn't get locked up as a black capitalist well see karen i told you i would feel if if the money went to me then yes i feel differently okay at least you're willing to that's the only that's the only rules of this segment if any (laughs) of the that's the only rules of the segment i if any of the money listen i pray every day for abundance and wealth come on abundance self-care and blessings every day yes sir i i just want to i just want to be able to live in abundance and have all my bills and stuff paid hey, for yeah, and that's all, just have my bills that's all paid. i want i want to just stack i ain't got high standards forever and live luxurious nah, okay? i'm out here like ruby all the etc i just that's my whole goal in life but anytime i see some other black person getting some money or flaunting some money i'm gonna be on their ass in this segment Karen. if it ain't you i don't know how many times you need to see me do this to understand what's happening here mm, I, I won't never you understand. seem to be very confused i'm not confused i am a socialist when it comes to other black people money <laughs> apparently so now do I'm i not. now are there way more billionaires and rich white people in the world yes. yes do i care about them no they're white they supposed to have that money that's but. that's how listen me and no name we didn't start our book club for y'all niggas that don't read to be talking down to us okay what so uh when we tell y'all what to think about these black people that we jealous of y'all just need to get in line okay you don't get out of here i'm sick of it anyway uh i can't believe y'all falling for jay-z and this obvious pr trying to help these black people stay out of jail forget and help them get justice for (laughs) someone (laughs) murdered by the cops but keep falling for it though I, just remember, I was woke. Shout out to Will Smith. I hear y'all talking, but the only thing I'm listening to is that paper. Every day we get into that paper. I hear the money talk, I see it later. Every day we get into that paper. now we got to take a transition from talking about black people who are really just out here trying to do the most mm-hmm. and talking down on them this is you to bigging up white people doing the least <laughs> that's little segment we like to call <laughs> welcome to the cookout have a seat over there black, white people welcome to the cookout see what white people are doing the least today yes so i can give them the credit they deserve now come on let's let's do it an auburn professor 
uh said fuck every single cop <laughs> somebody was fed up now i know what you're thinking rod is that really lauding is that laudatory is that really should we be praising this person they said black people say fuck all the cops every day you never feature them on the show yes but those people i will submit to you are not white so if you think about it that way right it's different uh jesse a goldberg phd still has not started his first semester also he just he he hasn't even done day one on the job and he like fuck the cops kick in the door wave in the fofo okay you love to see it a privileged king come on uh he still hasn't started his first semester as a lecturer at auburn university however the incoming professor continues to ignite controversy on social media a few months ago he admittedly posted his first controversial tweet uh, ahead of starting his new job as lecturer or african-american and american literature and composition in the english department at auburn university that class is gonna be motherfucking lit yep all the white people getting f's <laughs> they did he gonna be telling them about themselves he said this the he said of this he said uh i know it's just a mascot but i'm never gonna be able to call myself a war eagle or say go war eagles sorry i can't bring myself to enthusiastically and sincerely use a slogan greeting cultural signal with war as a primary descriptor yeah i know i'm being a party pooper but it's the kind of language thing that sticks with me he advised mm. Mm, he wanted them mm-hmm. and white people gonna walk in there they're gonna be drums beating and shit and they ain't gonna know what's happening in his class mm-hmm. um he calls himself an abolitionist and when asked about it he underlined a passage in a book that said not so much the abolition of prisons but the abolition of a society that could have prisons that could have slavery that could have the wage and therefore not abolition of the as elimination of anything but abolition as the founding of a new society he also says he's a radical anti-white jewish teacher um and so he went on twitter and said fuck every single cop every single one the only ethical choice for any cop is to to make at this point is to refuse to do their job and quit the police do not protect people they protect capital they are instruments of violence on behalf of capital the tweet came as a response to a post by the aclu claiming that protesters in new york city have been abducted by law enforcement officers the tweet has since been deleted and his account has been set to private he must have got a call uh (laughs) So, someone put a fucking universe is like bro like you really making this job hard <laughs> he's like fine i locked the account down yeah. <laughs> so i saw all of my followers can see this shit i'm talking about can you teach like one class first <laughs> so we can be sure you can actually teach like you just just one like can the semester start for this no um in a wednesday facebook post is still he's watching in- Attica erica burn it all down we didn't land on plymouth rock like uh wednesday facebook post that was still on his page as a thursday at 1 p.m goldberg echoed the thoughts contained in his since deleted tweet about police acab 
which stands for all cops cops are bad okay yes all police do not protect people they protect capital cops are instruments of violence on behalf of capital literally the only ethical decision for a cop in this moment is to refuse to do their job to quit the only good cop is a cop who quits he wrote oh acab stands for all cops are bastards okay all right same name um so yeah he uh he's coming to the cookout i think that's pretty obvious that's pretty obvious i mean he went hard by welcome to the cookout welcome to the cookout welcome to the cookout welcome to the cookout all right let's see who else is doing uh at least bare minimum a texas teacher was fired after declining to stop wearing a black lives matter mask hmm. mm-hmm. zero uh it's not fucking with black people's welcome to the cookout karen oh my bad lillian white said oh and her last name is white okay oh so, i mean it don't get no whiter than that uh she says she never fathomed wearing a black lives matter mask would cause such an uproar and lead to her termination well, so she lost a job for the cause mm-hmm. okay she a real one it was really stressful because i have financial obligation to help support my family white said it's also kind of heartbreaking that this is kind of this is the reason that i lost my job Mm-mm-mm. i guess she thought she had some white privilege white has worked in the education field for 10 years this year would have been her second year serving as an art teacher at great hearts western hills on san antonio north side great hearts operates a network of charter schools in uh texas and arizona she began attending weekly in-person training sessions at great hearts as she wore a homemade mask printed with the phrase black lives matter and silences violence for about a week and a half i was wearing these masks and no one said anything a couple of the other teachers came up and asked for some if any if i had any extras and i made them some so it was working people was like oh i agree with this um and then she got a text message from the assistant principal we like you to stop wearing the mask anymore parents will be coming around more and we don't discuss the current political climate yeah because all that shit is political to them right so if you have any black children in your class just understand that's they're political uh despite being told not to wear the mask more than once she continued doing so stressing she committed to the cause around the black lives matter and of course they said uh your ass is fired well i hate that happen to you you know yeah but yet people can you know some places they can wear confederate flags in schools and shit okay but you know what though fuck them people at your job come hang out with us okay you like your cornbread sweet come have a seat over here next to this other professor we got a lot of teachers in here today he teach african-american studies maybe he can get you a job because apparently his ass can't get fired come on he he out there saying fuck all the cops and uh you 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 can teach a class how to paint african how to how to how to uh uh, mm -hmm. do uh african paint okay paint african history come on in here we need some help okay show them babies out of school right now they got homeschool they need some educators come on show them how to properly draw our noses Mm -hmm. and our lips we can work with you 
all right we're getting a lot of good teachers white people just letting teachers go for no reason mm-hmm. uh faith hill not to be confused with faith evans faith your faith Hill white that's right country singer that's correct Karen. yes i know who that white woman is you know who this white woman is i get some points <laughs> mm-hmm faith hill says mississippi's flag is a symbol of terror and we must replace it come on through for those that don't know what mississippi flag looks like if you don't have access to google uh imagine a flag with a confederate flag in the flag like that's how racist the flag is Mm -hmm. like they couldn't even come up with their own symbol of racism it was like just take the confederate flag and put it in our flag to let these niggers know their place right uh so it's got a confederate flag in the top left corner and uh yeah she's like i'm not with this just some bullshit it is she tweeted to the mississippi legislature it's time to change the state flag i'm a proud mississippi girl and i love my home state when i think of mississippi i think of mom my mom and dad the church i grew up in high school footballer where i fell in love with music i understand many of you the current flag is a symbol of heritage and southern pride but we have to realize that this flag is a direct symbol of terror for our black brothers and sisters Come on. i urge the mississippi legislature to vote tomorrow friday this is bad back in june on one new flag one that represents all the citizens of mississippi now it's time for the world to meet the mississippi of today and not the mississippi of 1894 where the mississippi legislator voted on the current flag now i don't know if anything came of this don't know either you know and i mean i just appreciate her trying Mm -hmm. but i do know this much welcome to the cookout welcome to the cookout have a seat over here by uh aunt dolly you know dolly parton gonna be at the, at the cookout so go ahead have a seat next time we got a whole oh, yes dolly parton gonna be there the dixie chicks we got a whole little country music section up in here come on hey you met hootie uh he's he's the black one come on we gonna teach y'all how to electric slide y'all gonna teach us how to square dance cowboy Troy, make some room okay we need to go ahead and make some room for uh faith uh we might let faith hill sit next to faith evans maybe they do a duet come on it'll be banging Mm-hmm. all right last one a black woman harassed by a white passenger mm, ain't that the way on delta flight praises the company for response a black woman who says she was harassed by a white passenger on a recent delta airlines flight is praising the company for taking a stand against racism come on through delta demetria poe who lives in minneapolis says she was traveling to washington dc on thursday for the commitment march of civil rights rally when a white oh you really fuck with the wrong one damn <laughs> this, this ain't no nobody she going somewhere where all the educational people are and she, she gonna talk about it and it's gonna be a problem like that woman was going on a plane in the middle of a pandemic because she felt she needed to be there to show her commitment to civil rights you have no you fucked with the wrong one yes they be that that's the thing they be fucked they, they think we all the same but you fuck around and, and mess with the wrong one and you won't know what hit you like if this would have been some old patient docile nigga like me i would have been like i would still have been in my head like what's that racist i wonder if she meant that racist oh this woman went on there with like uh <laughs> i know racism want to see it this is happening i know it uh so yeah they said um 
uh passenger came back uh back to her seat wearing a blue lives matter face mask oh yeah this is the wrong one all i would have been doing is trying to take a um take a picture of her on my phone surreptitiously for my first class seat and while, while i was wearing my we are not my ancestors shirt and <laughs> order, ordering my first class uh my first class Drink meal snacks, of, yes. of, of a mimosa and brunch and i would have been uh talking about let me play some trap music and what's the in-flight movie yes that'd have been me dude is last man in san francisco on the in-flight movie you know i would have been that person over there eating an egg with a knife and a fork and would have <laughs> would have went on twitter acting revolutionary I, oh uh, these white bitches be trying i would have been mm-hmm. oh not today karen was like <laughs> all that shit but but low-key i would have just been like i'm not bothering this white woman i just want to get to dc well this woman was different she was like i'm in a goddamn pandemic and bitch you not uh she proceeded to remain silent till takeoff but once we took off she started a conversation with me about saying i support blue lives because i support our officers i explained that her blue lives do not exist the life of an officer exists but there is no such thing as a blue life and that statement is nothing but a rebuttal to the fact that black lives matter has been disregarded time and after time after time so she could have sat there and said nothing she actually antagonized this woman she could have right. sat there and just she would have let her be she didn't realize she was talking to somebody that came prepared with a whole speech it's like oh you know what <laughs> i'm glad you said that we I got the time how long is this flight mm-hmm. you know what i have been wanting to talk to somebody All about this the whole day. time okay thank you madam thank you because i really didn't know how we were gonna get to this point but because i saw your little flag and i wanted to do this so you know um i don't know if you know that me oh we got a powerpoint presentation and shit She was ready yes she came ready with it she's like oh you know what her third eye just started glowing and it was like that lady was like where's that light coming from she put on a kufi out of nowhere uh you yes! know what i'm glad you asked this white woman because i have been wanting to talk to a white person about this fallacy the entire time uh but yeah she was uh prepared to serve okay uh she she uh said uh post said the woman continued to make inflammatory comments including having blacks in america has been the best thing for them because they can work their way up their way up eventually our passengers on the uh plane spoke up to other passengers on the plane spoke up to defend poe oh she uh, must have been talking loud then i guess but people came to the black woman's aid whether the woman was talking loud or not it's just you, you don't always see that Mm-mm. a flight attendant offered to move the woman's seat poe did not immediately return a request for comment uh she told usa today in an interview wednesday that she thinks the woman was trying to start an argument with her but she didn't engage right so yep there was no way there was no need for her to flip that mask in my presence she didn't do it for anyone else it was as if she was making a statement and wanted me to know i feel like in the situation they do want they do want to see a black woman get angry mm-hmm. yeah so then she could have played the victim mm-hmm she found she said on her return flight with delta she learned her seat had been upgraded and the airline company had and the airline company had left her a gift come on through gift her gift included a journal a luggage tag and a black lives matter pen come on delta you know what i mean i 
mean oh wait hold on that's not what i'm gonna do uh i think we know what this means y'all i think a delta, we have no the, delta the official airlines you came on delta too me too my nigga welcome to the cookout Welcome to the cookout. Hey, look. Put your put your trays in the upright position. Come on. Okay, as we prepare to land in Chocolate City. Welcome to the cookout. <laughs> Delta, you, and you know at the larger airports, they have like a whole wing where it ain't nothing but like Delta flights. I'm like, where are all these black people all of a sudden? We're going to be started, happy. Started getting these mileage cars from Delta. It's going to be a lot of peanuts at the cookout. Yeah, it is. Some Delta peanuts. Yeah, you know, you know how to have a, you know, cause, uh, uh, all Negroes, uh, well, some of the Negroes will pay the extra fee to go back there to them exclusive clubs. They be like, how do we get barbecue and fried chicken back here as an option in the luxury suites? See you at the cookout. Okay. If you're See flying you in, fly Delta. Fly Delta. Okay. We appreciate you, Delta. Damn. I didn't know that Delta picked the side. They was like, we don't want them problems. Mm-hmm. A Delta spokesperson said the actions by our people in the air and on the ground are what really set us apart as a company bringing humanity to air travel. Based on an idea from one of our flight attendants, Delta has designed an optional pin for our people to wear while in uniform in support of Black Lives Matter movement. We have a lot of work to do for true equity to be within reach for the black community and it's part of our culture to represent efforts our customers and our employees care about. For now, these pins are for our people and not available to customers, but our teams chose chose to include a pin for but this customer is part of their gesture. Let's go, Delta. Delta was like, Delta was like, remember this when the when the economy opened up and y'all Negroes started pulling out your passports and flying again. You know what, Delta? You can have some of them PPE funds. Yes, you can. But the other airlines got to give them back. all right um let's see what else do i I feel like doing anything else uh we got another show tomorrow let's wrap it up um let's do some sword ratchetness um and get out of it sword ratcheting this time y'all okay people out here still fucking around with these swords doing all kinds of shit mm-hmm. new orleans pd reports a woman was hospitalized after a sword attack the woman hit with the weapon was poorly not the intended target oh no okay now i understand how you hit the wrong target with a gun <laughs> yes but with a sword i got to look you in your eye the lack of training that these motherfucking sword welders be having subject armed with a sword attempted to strike victim's brother then the victim stepped in and was stabbed Mm-mm-mm. it doesn't say how extensive the injury was to the 35 year old woman but it did say she did not call for an ambulance oh man what kind of sword slinging is you doing if you stabbed the wrong person but they don't even need a fucking ambulance 
she probably just didn't want to pay the pay the fee I don't come know. on uh the victim was transported to the hospital via private yeah that's what it was she went to the hospital but she didn't want to pay that fee america y'all <laughs> america <laughs> somebody drive me to the hospital yeah you need to call an ambulance i don't got the money to just... i ain't got i ain't got the 500 yeah. somebody, somebody just drive me up there for... that's a whole copay i could just i'm gonna just I'm bleed just all save. over my it'll cost less to bleed over my car and just get it uh detailed yes then it will if you smack me with that that bill Mm-mm-mm. welcome to the bleeding out i guess all right y'all that's it for today we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow we'll probably play some guess the race and i don't know maybe some white people news we'll we'll see what we're getting into y'all we'll see what we do tomorrow um that's it for today though thank you for listening check us out all the places that we're at okay like we're always places we're always posting guest appearances and stuff like that so check us out and wednesday we will be actually doing another uh panel at the uh true pod festival so maybe even tomorrow we may be doing uh our recap we of, might uh, uh yeah we may be doing our recap a day early mm-hmm. uh so we'll be talking about lovecraft country yeah. probably either tomorrow or late wednesday night yes and just know it's free uh so sign up uh for it it's all across social media it's also in the show notes i copy yes. and paste it in the show notes every episode so if you're ever thinking like where can i like find a link to to y'all's panel where you're going to be talking about podcasting it's in the show notes wednesday at 6 Mm p.m that's uh october 21st at 6 p.m come hang out with us the zoom was lit it was fun we could see all our fans was in there we could see they had their cameras on you know Mm -hmm. we you know look we was just trying to make love connections okay we just i know i see our fans thirsting over each other Mm -hmm. and we just trying to you know help y'all find you know a socially distant cuddle buddy i don't know so make sure y'all uh check us out uh wednesday but we'll be back tomorrow as well so until then i love you i love you too